We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Brunson flips it up. Shot won't go. And that'll do it. That'll do it for the winning streak. It comes to an end after eight consecutive victories. Meanwhile, Toronto playing like a hungry, desperate team. They snapped their losing streak at six, thanks to a scintillating performance from Pascal Siakam. 52 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. And you can see the relief on the Raptors to end the streak here at Madison Square Garden. All right. All good things must uh, come to an end eventually. Didn't like how that one came to an end, though. Uh, Knicks lose 113-106. Um, not the worst way to end an eight game winning streak. I'll, I'll say that um, definitely take some positives from this. If you're a Knicks fan, if you're the Knicks uh, first and foremost team could have laid down and died a few times uh, throughout that game. Uh, Raptors took control, you know, took their punch, took the Knicks punch in the beginning of the third quarter, which was the Knicks first pushback after a very uneven and kind of, I don't say lackadaisical first half, but you know, the Raptors were clearly the more desperate team. Uh, so first uh, beginning of the second half, Knicks fought back Raptors pushed back after that beginning of the fourth quarter, Knicks made another push Raptors pushed back after that. And then I think there were two more times in the last five minutes Raptors made a push and then the Knicks pushed right back and actually took a lead with a few minutes to go. And I think, you know, for as nice as it was to fight pretty much to the end, um, there will be possessions that we will remember from this game. Um, And what makes this game particularly frustrating is that there was a lot of good things done by several Knicks players. And then those same players did some some not great things. So I'll start with Julius Randle, who is, I don't know who my player of the game is going to be from this one. Um, I think Randall's going to have a case. I think Barrett's going to have a case. Barrett played 46 minutes. Randall played 40 minutes. Again, second night of a back-to-back. That's the other thing. When you consider how hard they fought and how they didn't give in. Second night of a back-to-back, it, it, respectable. Like, everybody can hang their heads high. Nobody should be going nuts after this one. Um, so I want to be like be very clear about that. But like Randall, outstanding game from two point range. I know he missed his his three threes, but he was perfect from two point range. He was a beast uh, down low. He was a beast on the boards throughout the entire night. Did a lot of amazing things, and then yet 
there were how many instances, a few instances throughout the game. And then, of course, the most pivotal one on that Van Fleet three, which took the lead from one to four, where he's just playing in drop coverage. And I'll, I always shout out Benji Ritholtz on these pods and I'll, these post game pods and I'll do it again. I, I don't understand why he's playing and drop there. Um, doesn't make any sense. It's not effective defense. And they got the Raptors got him several times throughout the evening. And of course, on that, I would argue that was the biggest shot of the game. Because again, it was a one-point game and then took the lead to four and, and the Knicks never got it closer than that. Um, and then the ball slips out of his hands there on that last Two point. I mean, the guy was twelve for twelve from two point range until that last moment where he just slipped out of his hands. It's kind of fu- a funky thing. Um, R.J. Barrett. I did not think he had. I thought he had an uneven first half. I know he scored a lot of points. I thought he did some nice things. I, I thought he did a couple things that hurt them. Turnover rise and and uh, defensively, really can't complain about anything in the second half um, until arguably the decision to kind of go one on one on two or one on three there with Ananobi. Um, was there a foul? If you want to say that there was a foul and that was not RJ's fault and he should have taken the shot and they just should have blew the whistle. That's fine. Um, I didn't love the decision there, but then again, he made pretty much every decision perfectly in the second half. Uh, I do think RJ Barrett was the best player in this game. Didn't love that decision there and it ended up costing them. And then Emmanuel quickly, um, Emmanuel quickly. I, I said this at, on the KFS halftime zoom for all the newsletter subscribers had heard. He had had an amazing couple of days in shoot around. Sure enough, he comes in, starts the game. He goes six and nine from three point range, had some massive shots. I mean, his shots in the first half really, I think kept him in it. Um, or excuse me, in the third quarter, got him back in it. He only hit, he only hit, he only took two shots in the first half. That was the strange part. Um, and then he started firing away in the second half, got him back in the game in the third quarter, had a couple big threes late. Um, and then not a great decision to, to, uh, shoot that shot late that got blocked again. What are you gonna do? It happens. Um, but you know, overall good game for Manuel quickly. Like all of these guys had good games. The only guy who didn't really have a good game was Jalen Brunson. Um, and I'm not going to pile on Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson has been, um, I've been saying it pretty uniformly, the best Nick player all season. I think he deserves to be their all-star, um, their all-star representative if they get one. Hopefully they get one. Maybe they get two. You never know. Um, but he had an awful game. Um, I know he ended up with 12 assists. Good job by him for that. The Toronto Raptors defense really, really, really flustered. Brunson in a way that I don't think we've seen him be flustered this year other than probably when he played the Bucks and they got to, you know, it's like these defenses, these big athletic defenses that don't really have a spot for him to switch onto and take advantage. And they're just so long and they're in every passing lane and he can't use all of his trickery and, and this, that, and the other thing, um, you know, it happens. Um, not a good matchup, you know, but did he force it a little bit? Sure. I'm sure it was a frustrating night for him, um, but some of the decisions you you don't love. Uh, if there's going to be two numbers that define why this game uh, was lost for the Knicks, uh, one is turnovers. They had 16. Um, the Raptors, I think, only had four. Yeah. So 16 to four turnover battle. They can't turn the ball over against this team because they're going to turn it into points. And then 
Uh, Brunson, by the way, had five of those, which I think is a season high. RJ had four. Randall had two. Quickly had two. So everybody, you know, and Rose had two in only um, in only eight minutes. So not great there either. You know, they miss Quentin Grimes. That's probably something else I should have said at the top of the show. Do they win this game if Quentin Grimes plays? No, they have a better chance. Um, can't say for sure. Again, Raptors came out like a desperate team. It was a, it's this team always presents matchup issues for the Knicks. I f- it feels like it's been that way for years. Ever since they've gone to these rotations with just big, long guys, because the Knicks don't have the sort of offensive player who can single-handedly defeat what the Raptors do on defense. And you saw that tonight, and that's the other number that's going to define this game, which is, uh, what did he end up with? 52 for Pascal Siakam. I mean, we've been having a lot of fun with this winning streak. Um, it's been great. It's been awesome to see the team playing so well to rebound their season, save their season that was on the brink uh, and all of those sorts of things. But ultimately, when you talk about a team ceiling, you know, show me who your best player is. Um, and oftentimes it comes down to show me who your second best player is. Uh, the Raptors have a guy and Siakam, go look up his numbers tonight. I mean, obviously tonight's career high, legendary performance from him. Um, something that you know, we'll, we'll go down in the annals of uh, Madison Square Garden history. It was that good. The guy was dominant. But like, he's a top 10 player. He's playing like a top 10 player in the league. And it's not crazy to say he's a top 10 player because he's made all NBA second team two of the last three years. Might make it again this year. You know, that's pretty damn good. And the Knicks did a lot of different things against him. Um, he toasted everybody. He toasted Randall. You know, he toasted Mitch. Toasted RJ. Toasted everybody. Um. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, Andrew Claudio. Andrew is reminding me that he made third team last year. One second team, one third team. Excuse me. But he's making an all-NBA team again this year. I can promise you that. Um, Yeah, I I think that's it. Uh, I don't really have much else to add. Again, disappointing way to lose. Frustrating way to lose. You know, for the streak to end, especially when you had the lead there in the final couple of minutes at home, the garden's going crazy. Oh, that's the other thing I want to say about quickly. Ah, I knew there was something else. I knew it wasn't the block three that I was getting on him about. It was the travel um, where the Knicks were up by one. They had gotten a block or a good defense, something. They, and they were kind of on not a true fast break, but on like a secondary break. Like they had numbers and quickly tries to put the ball on the floor. And then he pulls up and did something that he wasn't supposed to do. And he didn't even argue the call. He traveled. And there was a chance there for the Knicks to uh, go up by two, or excuse me, by three, by four, if they had made it three. And like, I feel like that play took place with like under two minutes to go. I mean, it was just, it was a massive play in the game or around two minutes to go, whatever it was. Um, yeah. And you can't do that. You can't do that and expect to win a game like this. It was 246 left and the Knicks were up by one. Um, and then some Siakam free throws and then the Van Fleet three and pretty much game over. All right, let's get to it. Um, reminder, as always, from our good friends at WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. Download, bet, win. All right. Hopefully it's not too negative tonight. I, I, I You know, it's all fair game, but uh, be curious where the 
where the thoughts are. Um, you never know. Forgotten NYC starts us off. Hardenstein is the most useless basketball player ever. Uh, I disagree with that. Um, I don't care what anybody says. That was an awful signing. He's awful. Taj would be better. I think you're being a little hard there. Um, Hardenstein and look, it's it was. I should have mentioned this at the top. Them not having Mitchell Robinson in there to end the game. Mitchell Robinson left with um, what it looked like he got hit in the in the you know, in the cojones. And then he left midway through the fourth quarter because he was hobbling and he never checked back in. And there was a key possession there in, I want to say with about three minutes left, four minutes left in the game, whatever it was. Um, And, or actually, no, sorry. It was not, that was, that was the, I'm getting, it's it's all coming back to me now. Um, That was the Pascal Siakam, two free throws. Um, And that's what, gave the Raptors back the lead. So with like, it was a possession that lasted 45 seconds because the Raptors got three offensive rebounds. And you figure if Mitch is in the game, he comes down with one of those. I know that's not the only thing you're complaining about. Hardenstein was a completely, was a complete non-entity down the stretch of this game. Um, He's not good on the defensive glass. Uh, It's, it's frustrating. Um, especially when the things that he is supposed to be able to do to make up for the fact that he is a weak spot on the defensive glass and generally not the defender that Mitchell Robinson is, he's not really doing. And whether that's scheme or whether that's him, like whatever it is, I still think there's a good player in there. It's just, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Robert Cross, the officiating was as foul as the bottom of a public urinal, urinal, piss poor, hashtag 53 wins. I didn't have any issue with the fouls that were called on Siakam. Um, again, I, I say this repeatedly, and I know I, I think I'm in the minority when I say this. Part of being a great player is forcing the official to blow the whistle. I know Siakam had 18 free throws tonight. The Raptors as a team had 22 free throws tonight. The Knicks as a team had 18 free throws tonight. So the Knicks as a team had the same number of free throw attempts as Siakam. That part sounds bad. Randall got to the line four times. Make your free throws, Julius. He was four or nine. Um, Barrett got to the line uh, six times. Um, the better the player is, often the more they force the the official to blow the whistle. And, I, I you know... Randall's taking a ton of free throws this year. You want more called on Barrett? I, you know, I get that. I just, I don't think he forces the official's hand enough. I think he could be better at that. But then again, I think RJ Barrett could be better at a lot of things, which puts me in the vast minority. I still think he's the best player of the game, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blaming this game on the refs. Toronto came out. They wanted it more forgotten NYC with another one. Knicks need a break and break in emergency defensive, small forward, power forward. Breaking case of emergency defensive small forward power forward. Um, yeah, I mean, that, look, I, yeah, it'd be nice to have that, but like, not every team has a Thad Young. <laughs> That's an incredible luxury to have. That sort of guy, a veteran guy who doesn't need to play, and then when he gets in there, I mean, Thad Young's still really freaking good. Um. Yeah, that'd be nice to have, but there aren't a lot of those guys out there who are actually good. Because if they're good and they play that position, if they're, I mean, essentially what you're asking for is a big wing. If you're a big wing who could hold his own on the floor consistently, you're going to, you know, you're going to get minutes. 
Uh, Ryan Huang, what's going on, Ryan? IQ is so fascinating, man. He deferred so much in the first half, and then he was sent to the corner in the second half when he was red hot. He needed more early possession touches down the stretch. Could have been his game. I mean, they got him. Let's see here. I took IQ took eight shots in the second half um, because he deferred a lot in the first half. I mean, he, he eight shots and a half. I mean, I know the guy was red hot. He had the ball in some instances, and like I, I don't, I don't mind them sending him to the corner because that's like if you get the ball to him, he's he's firing away, and like he's a guy that the Raptors need to pay attention to, and all of the eating that the Knicks were doing down low. I have to think in part was because they were paying attention to him in the corner because they and and credit to RJ Barrett made made a few passes to quickly um, when he was in the corner assists on those. So it's like, I, I don't have an issue there. I mean, could they have made more of an effort to get quickly open shots? You know, I, I, I suppose, but he doesn't fire away with, with that sort of vigor i don't know he, he you know even in the second half there were moments where it's like he had a shot and he hesitated even the, the traveling call could have fired away and he didn't like that's the weird part about quick i'm not i'm not blaming the team you know or the coaching staff for that thanks ryan also uh another one from ryan also stop the ob narratives they missed him badly mm. yeah they could have used ob tonight i'm not sure ob was the guy who's going to stop pascal siakam but um could they have used Obi Toppin tonight? Yeah, they could have used another another body to give him a dozen, 14, 16, 18, whatever minutes in this game. Um, another energy guy. Like they were they were dragging. Like the Knicks were like I can't I'm still shocked that they made this game down the stretch because looking at the Knicks after they came out with that push at the beginning of the third quarter, and then the Raptors pushed back, and by the end of that third quarter, when they the Knicks were down seven entering the fourth, they looked freaking gassed. Um, and the fact that they came back and they took the lead, like credit to them, but like, yeah, they were tired. They could use Obi. Thanks, Ryan. Forgotten NYC with one more. Yeah, I'm salty. This felt super winnable. Yeah, it's super winnable, but it's the NBA. You got a desperate team. Like, that's the thing. Like, the Raptors, I know they're 13 and 18, and we could see why they're 13 and 18. Offensively, they are a mess. They have one truly great player. They have a guy who tonight was very good in Van Vliet. And it's been an all-star in the past, but it's not been good this year. And then Ananobi, who is, I think, pretty clearly a, a guy who is not in the role that he wants to be in right now. Like that dude, you could just tell he wants a bigger role on another team. Does he deserve it? Will he be good in that role? I, you know, I don't know. But like, and then Barnes, I don't know what the hell happened to Scotty Barnes. But like the team is all kinds of out of sorts on offense, but they're prideful. They are well coached. I don't care what Raptors Twitter says. They know what they're doing at both ends. They like they know what they want to do. Um, and defensively, I mean, like that's the thing is I don't, how the how are the Raptors so bad defensively this year? Like I have no idea how that's the case. Um, I guess because they don't have any rim protection. Maybe that's it. Uh, Jason A, this is Andrew's fault. Game lost on the glass. Um, this is Andrew's fault. I don't know how it's Andrew's fault. What did what did Andrew say? What did I do? I don't know. So I don't know if this is referring to how confident I was during. Oh, yeah. yeah or yeah. because my betting and sweating prop was Pascal Siakam points, rebounds and assists. I took the over. Oh, okay. yeah. 
So I'm, um, I said they would have to overcome a big knife from him. I did not think that meant 52 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. But, but, yeah. Um, and yeah, I should have said that too. In addition to all the Knicks turnovers, um, they were out offensive rebounded 16 to nine. The Raptors ended up with 38 rebounds. The Knicks ended up with 29 rebounds um, over the course of um, not just the winning streak over the course of since they went to the starting lineup, which of course this starting lineup was not in there this game because Quentin Grimes was out. They have been the second best defensive rebounding team in the league. Did they give up 16 offensive rebounds tonight because of no Quentin Grimes? I don't, I don't know about that. But. I don't know about that. Mitch down the stretch. Now, they had already yeah. had like 11. Yeah, then, no, but was, you can tell down the stretch, they just they couldn't grab a board like all the, and could have used Mitch. All the all the little things though, that they've been doing, not like taking care of the ball, cleaning up the glass. They didn't do any of those things, you know? Yeah. So, annoying. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Knicks Film School. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Ready to win money and boost your odds? We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards. Get in on all your teams, players, and sports from the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, MMA, golf, the W, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. Download the WinBet app now or go to winbet.com to start winning. That's bet 100, win 100 at www.wynnbet.com. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. Hannibal Miles, what's going on, Hannibal? Good streak, too many turnovers, too many timeouts called. Um, Hardenstein needs to be more aggressive on post offense if if he's going to be given minutes. Yeah, for sure. He's a zero out there when he's played like this. He's absolutely a zero. 
I don't think he's a bad player, but not a, not a banner night from from Hartenstein, for sure. Um, about the timeouts, I mean, you know, Tibbs trying to write the ship early. Dan Hidalgo, all good things must come to an end. We missed number six. Yeah, definitely miss Quentin Grimes. Bet you they win that game if they had Quentin Grimes. Bet you they do. A little extra defense. Busy turnovers and defensive rebounds. That's the ball game. Yep. 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 And Siakam. Siakam had a little bit to do with it. Dom Dedentis. What's going on, Dom? Fuck this game. We didn't play well enough to win. The Raptors were clearly desperate. But what a crap ending. Why was Mitch not put back in? I imagine we will get an update on that. And oh my God, I shudder to think about what would happen if this if Mitch had to like miss time. Like I I don't even want to think about that. I don't even want to think about that. You know, we were I, I we started dancing around the conversation, I think, in the last post game, but if you had to rank the most indispensable Knicks, um well for one, Jalen Brunson and we saw it tonight just like, you know. It's a struggle for them to get offense when Jalen Brunson can't do what he's going to do. Uh, so I would put Jalen Brunson number one. Um, I might put Mitchell Robinson number two. It's either Mitch or I can't believe I'm saying this because but he's playing this well. It's Julius. Julius or Mitch has to be a number two, and then I would put Quentin Grimes right there. Um, you know, behind behind those guys. Uh, thanks, Tom. Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? Sorry, you got to had to go see a loss tonight, but I hope you had fun regardless. I feel vindicated. We need Quentin Grimes like we need water. Our defense suffered tonight, and our bench without quickly was also not great. Um, yeah, we, we should say, um, and just to finish Kevin's comment, please rest, get well soon, Quentin Grimes. New York's bench tonight um, played a total of uh, 1830. 32, uh, 32, 42, 52, uh, 55 minutes. The bench played 55 minutes total and scored 10 points. Five for McBride, two for Rose, two for Sims, no for Hart, or, uh, no, none for uh, Sims. Um, yeah, they need Grimes. They're a thin team right now. So with how everything's gone, they're a thin team. Thanks, Kev. Carolina Knicks fan, nine points. Did I add incorrectly? What did I say? Ten points? I can't add. It's been that kind of a night. Uh, nine points. Thank you, Andrew. Carolina Knicks fan, Siakam got coddled by the refs. I don't care. I'm pissed. It's okay to be pissed after that one. I'm, I'm not happy. I, as you could probably tell, I'm just trying to you know, remain calm. <laughs> Annoying. It, it, you, you, didn't, you didn't want the streak to end that way. You didn't. Uh, Hush, Sue, what's going on? Uh, I'd be very okay with with if iHeart no longer wore a Knicks jersey. He's so soft. Everyone else played as well as they could. Can't be mad. Hashtag we move. Um, yeah, I mean, it was interesting. I didn't comment on it uh, last night, but Jake Fisher put out an article, a trade article centered around the Orlando Magic and all the options that they have this year and coming up in, in years in the years to come because um, they're very well positioned. And it, the article mentioned offhandedly that they were, they were in on Hartenstein over the summer. And I think that had been reported at the time, um, you know, that they, and I think Hartenstein even said, he's like, I had opportunities where I could have got more money, but I wanted to come here because I thought we had, I had a chance to win, um, you know, painting a picture of like, 
they had they wanted Hardenstein, and if they had gone with Hardenstein, maybe Mobamba wouldn't have been back. I thought that was interesting for him to mention that there. It's like was the implication that they would still like want to take a look at them. I can't imagine why they would because they got Bamba playing well this year, and that obviously uh, Bull Bull's doing what he's doing, and they just they got a lot of sizes it is. But I thought that was interesting. I just I don't know. I don't know where the I don't think they're looking to trade Hardenstein. I don't know where they would trade Hardenstein because um, the obvious candidates like the salaries are tough, but. You never know. Thanks, Hush. Wambler. We were going to lose at some point. Disappointing to not pull off a comeback. Yeah. I'm, I mean, the more, I, the more I talk about this game, the more I'm just very annoyed that they lost it. Uh, Julius has been great, but his defense was atrocious and boneheaded plays. Um, I, I hope the boneheaded plays you're referring to are, are on the, on the defensive end. I, I didn't think, I think on offense, I mean, I know we missed some, some threes and, ball slipped out of his hand there at the end. I thought offensively, like I, I didn't have an issue with how he played. Um, the, the, the drop coverage was just, I, it was just very frustrating. Um, I like Mitch on Siakam and missed his rebounding at the end. I mean, the problem with Mitch on Siakam is like, I know Siakam's only hitting 38% from three on the year. Maybe it's just because I, I, Watched the last game against they played against the Sixers when he was it felt like he was lighting it up from deep. Like the Duke could hit the three and like just Mitch, we know Mitch's one one um Achilles heel uh is stretch fives. So like it was probably the best matchup. I, I but even that I didn't love that the, the matchup that I actually wanted to see more was Sims, and yet Sims played eight minutes and got three fouls. And like I don't know if that made any sense either. They just didn't, didn't have a good matchup for the guy. The guys, I mean, dude's playing. Dude looked like Kevin fucking Durant out there tonight. You know, give credit where credit's due. Thanks, Wambler. Busy. Well, I, I was waiting. I was like, what's the over-under before someone brings up his name? I, I probably would have said it at like nine and a half. Um, also could have used Cam to match the Occam's size. I, Forgive me for thinking I don't think Cam Reddish was the guy who was going to stop Pascal Siakam tonight, but hey, you never know. Maybe you could have. Uh, like I've been, I've been consistent though, saying that ship has sailed. You are not going to see Cam Reddish play another game for the Knicks. Kevin Danishevsky with another one. I'm clearly bad luck, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to another game again unless it's with Knicks Film School. Well, we're bad luck too. We've lost two straight. Although, in fairness. You could argue that the next season turned around after the game that we all went to, the OKC game. Um, I get that he missed a bunny at the end, but I want to applaud, applaud Randall for the effort. I, I think Randall on offense, like I said, I thought he was really good. I think, he, I mean, it was one of his best offensive games of the season. Um, he missed three, he took three threes, missed three threes, but like, that's fine. If he's not feeling it from three, he should do other things. And he did other things. And like, again, what he had, Two turnovers, three, three turnovers, something like that. Two turnovers. Yeah. I mean, it was a plus seven. Mitch was a plus nine. I don't think those things are misnomers. Um, so I think that's fair, Kev. CT Pittman, what's going on, CT? Siakam's good, but not 52 points good. Shake my head. Time to start a new streak. I, I understand. Look, it's a, again, it's a career high. So obviously he's not 52 points good, but like he's really good. Like, I know we don't think of Pascal Siakam in that way. The dude is averaging Luca numbers 
this year. Like poor, not very poor man's, like slightly poor man's Luca numbers. Not averaging as many points as Luca or as many assists, or, but like rebounds. And I think he's, I'm pretty sure he's a seven or eight assists a game. Like he is doing everything. So he is good. Um, I see some Toronto Raptors stats on the screen right now. Uh, what, what, what you want me? Should we should we go through these? Read the bottom Siakam. You asked how many points and rebounds oh, he was okay. adding. Yeah, yeah Siakam, uh, twenty five points a game, eight rebounds a game, seven six point eight assists per game. This is so pretty good, I would say. Fifty one point four effective field goal percentage. You know that's a little little low for like your true star star players, but not bad. Certainly. Not with what he has to do for the offense. He does a lot for them. Uh, thanks, CT. Appreciate that. And uh, yeah, give me a minute. The thing okay. jumped. The thing jumped on me. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, good, good chance to reset. Reset. Uh, can we check? How about I check the Addistown scoreboard? Sure. Good. Um, it's crazy that we have to now worry about a team like catching up on us. You want to update Brooklyn and? Golden State's second night in the Big Apple. Yeah, so the Nets uh, third most, for anybody who doesn't know, the Nets had the third most points in a first half in NBA history. I believe they scored, in, was it 90? Yeah, 90 in the first half. They ended up winning 143 to 113. So not a banner night for the Warriors. Uh, Pacers beat the Celtics. Celtics are reeling a little bit. The Bulls, now winners of two in a row, barely beat the Hawks in Atlanta. That's interesting because we play the Bulls on Friday. They have a little momentum now, and I'm sure uh, would not mind getting some revenge for the two straight wins in Chicago. A little nervous about that game coming off of this. And again, you you never know. How is the team going to respond after a loss that had just won a bunch of games in a row? Um, we'll see. Um, but looking at the... Uh, Looking at the standings as they are now, uh, the Knicks are still obviously in good position, still in sixth place. Miami's two games back. Indiana's two games back. Atlanta's two games back. So all three of those teams are two games back, tied. And then now Toronto's four games back. And then you got the Bulls still kicking. I'm caught up. So right when you are. Ready? Ready to go. Um, next up, Busy. Busy again. Thank you again for the contribution, Busy. We appreciate it, man. Lastly, no way he could be your player of the game with the air ball layup he threw up. Um, talking about Randall. I mean, he was 12 of 12 from two before that. And we're not talking like a Mitchell Robinson 12 of 12. We're talking those tough makes. Tough, tough makes. And like he didn't throw up an air ball. He, uh, he, ball slipped out of his hands. You know, um, I think that's who you're talking about um, is Randall because R- Barrett's shot was blocked. So, yeah. Um, Shimmy MD, what's going on, Shimmy? Um, FTLT. FTLT. I'm sure I should know what that means. Happy we had our Hanukkah miracle. Hashtag eight crazy nights. Ref suspect, missed free throws, many time, many turnovers, fatigue, no grimes. Randall RJ, well done. Yeah, so like lots of like again, all of the things that went wrong in this game, all of the ways that they played poorly, all of the things, all of the errors that they haven't been making that they seem to pack all into one night. They did all of those things and they were winning with under three minutes to go, which is wild. Oh, first time, long time. Duh. Again, I'm I'm out of sorts. 
Um, that's what happens when you got two two sick kids at home. Um, your your brain turns to mush. Uh, Charlie Boy Third, what's going on, Charlie Boy? And thanks for the generous contribution. Hey, John. I hate to say it, but Emmanuel or uh, Isaiah Hardenstein hurt us late, not being able to grab a rebound. BS foul call for Siakam. Um, I I do agree with that. I didn't love that foul call there on on Brunson um, to get Siakam to the line. That was a bailout. Um, and then um, Charlie Boy, and then RJ gets mauled. No no foul becoming the norm. I <laughs> could they have called a foul there? Yes, but. I don't know. I, just, I some of his shots. I just don't get the sense that he is he's forcing the ref's hand. Because again, you know when he forces the ref's hand when he when he's really when he's really feeling it. He does it in such a way that he leaves you no choice. But then on those times where he's kind of like angling away and he doesn't he doesn't stop and really initiate the you know the contact. Or for, maybe force the defender to initiate the contact. That's really what I meant to say. Um, I don't know. It's a questionable call. If you think he, that should have been a foul there, I'm certainly not going to certainly not going to disagree with you. Um, Sheldon Gomes, Hardenstein on the defensive boards is rough. Yeah, he's he's very bad at. It. I I feel bad crapping all over Hardenstein for this loss. Like it's it's annoying. He's not good in that area of the game. Again, I, I I'm not I don't want to pin this loss on one person. I, I feel bad doing that. Thanks, Sheldon. Um, forgotten NYC with another one. There's a reason um, Hardenstein was on five teams in five years. Hashtag Taj Cutlets. I I look. It took him a while to find his niche. He was in demand this summer. Man, I did not expect this guy to get this killed in this game. Um. But also, like, you do have to give Toronto credit. Like, they're they're massive. <laughs> like, they are the biggest team in the league. They had two guys out there the entire night who were below six seven. They just they're so they're huge. Um, and those two guys were never out there at the same time. I don't think were were Flynn and and Van Fleet ever out there at the same time? Maybe they were, and I just missed it. Um. But yeah, the, the the let's give the Raptors some credit. Sean Ford, RJ got fouled on the play before Van Vliet's three that took the lead from one to four. You're too hard on RJ and Randall, and not enough on the refs. The refs were awful. I just I that's my that's my thing. That's a me thing. I I'm I don't tend to get bent out of shape over the refs. I'm sorry. That's just not something I do unless it's unless I consider it to be truly, truly egregious. I did not consider tonight to be a truly egregious whistle. Obviously, I am in the minority on that. So I will I will defer to you and all the collective you and say that the whistle was really bad. And I'm just I'm just missing the boat on that. Uh, But I they still should have won the game. That's the thing. They still should have won the game. You know, I, I'm not going to say the refs stole it from them, but they. And yes, I am too hard on RJ and Randall for sure. Brian Lests. I always get, I always mixed up that name. Um, you know how you keep asking where this team would be without Jalen Brunson? Kind of got a glimpse of it tonight, huh? Scary how much we need him. Hashtag Brunstoppable. Um, yeah, they do need him. They need him. They need his tone setting. His his trick. I mean, there were there were stretches there in this game where it was like, oh my god. 
where are the Knicks going to get their next point from? And they only, I mean, the Knicks scored 106 tonight. You know, like that's not like they've had with this starting lineup, they've had a top five. Uh, actually, no, they have, have they had a top five offense with the starting line? They've had a top five offense over, on the winning streak over the last eight games. Um, and then over the, um, since they have gone to this starting lineup, I believe they've had like a top, at least a top six or seven offense. Um, and even on the year, I, you know, their offenses, I think came into tonight ranked 11th on, on the year, which is, which is pretty good. But, and yet they scored 107 tonight. I think that's, that's Brunson. That's Brunson. Uh, thanks, Brian. Danny Gardner, what's going on, Danny? Tough loss, but I'm really impressed with how they battled and got back on the second night of a back-to-back. Through the roof, though the roof would have come off um, on that. Oh, I thought the roof would come off on that RJ dunk. Oh, my God, what a great moment that was. Uh, I thought they were going to win it when he did that. Oh, you're making me sad now. Um, P.S. It was unreal. Um, would have been nice if the refs gave us a call. Yeah, Pascal Siakam was unreal. Damn it. Should have had that fucking game. Thanks, Danny. Uh, Hush Zoo with another one. Knicks um, should have doubled Siakam every time he touched the ball and let Scotty take every shot. I don't know what happened to him, but his regression is something. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to establish yourself in the NBA. Rookie seasons, to, to follow it up with expectations and everything, he's going through it right now. It's not great. Um, I, as far as doubling Siakam, it's like <laughs> it's tough because you double someone and then that person you could double off somebody like Barnes, and but like you're going to rotate over to that person because. If there's nobody near him, he's going to put the ball on the floor and and drive to the lane, and he's going to take a shot. And like, I mean, I know the guys having a having a rough go of things, but you know, you still gotta still gotta put a body on him, and then you make the next pass, make the next pass, and there you go. Thanks, Hush. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.